this is raw and unfiltered from sex sports to culture all topics considered it's a good time with dope conversation every time you take a listen it's a celebration so tap in you won't be disappointed keep it above anything else is pointless facts over fluff our discussions are poignant politically incorrect well that's what the point is we talk our talk like nobody else can give our perspective not afraid to make a stand nothing off the record every taking every rant is unapologetic and we stand on that we make you think we make you laugh out loud the realest place on the internet hands down we give it to you straight nothing here is watered down the best show in town and you can bet the house yes you can bet the house yes you can bet the house we give it to you straight nothing here is watered down the best show in town and you can bet the house Yes, sir. Aight. We chilling tonight. Got one of my favorite, favorite people in the building. I felt I felt we was only it was only right to have a female perspective for the topics that I picked for tonight. So we got Miss Sharice, grown ass folk podcast in the building. What's the good, Miss Lady? Ah, everything, everything is everything. It's been a minute. That sounds like a. I'm tired of this shit, huh? No, I'm just, I'm just generally tired. But you know, I, I'm almost done with everything, so I'm not letting the fatigue get me down. As you shouldn't. As you shouldn't. All right. It's the buy-in. It's the buyer. Bet the house. Be- be- bet the house. Who you got your money on? It's going down. Welcome to the show. All right, so listen. <laughs> I-, I mean this in the most respectful way I can say this. Oh, Lord. Ladies, men get tired of dating broke, drunk, unmotivated women too. We get tired too, okay? I understand y'all get tired of dealing with that, but we get tired too. So with that being said, it's okay to drink. Well, what are you drinking if you broke and you unmotivated? <laughs> That's for women and men. Like, I don't I don't understand how, you know, I, I could see yes, a person. That wine is very expensive. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> You, you, people, people out here buy expensive, expensive things, but be broke. Like how, how it make it make sense. Listen, I'm one of them dudes. Um, when I found my person, all that broke shit went out the window. You know what I'm saying? Cause before I found my person, I was on a budget. You know what I'm saying? With the house was on the budget. I was on the budget. Everything was on the budget because mm-hmm. I was the only breadwinner in the house. Mm-hmm. So I felt like once I found my person, oh, I went crazy. I want this. I want this. I want this. Give me this. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, you couldn't tell me nothing. So, um, I just had to say that. <laughs> so listen, this episode is going to be about a lot of couple things so the first one does it matter who starts the intimacy in the bed no why not um 
why not is is loaded um because mm. everybody we're all sexual beings mm. um humans are the only man, mammals that have sex for pleasure so mm. both men and women need to stop acting like um you know like there's like there's a taboo or there's supposed to be this order of operations and all that shit. Cause I've I've seen it go both ways. I've seen guys who are turned off because their woman is always the one to initiate. And then I've seen women that were, you know, they you know, they always felt like the man needed to initiate the interaction and neither one of those work. Listen. I'm a big advocate on us taking turns. Let's take turns. You know, let's take turns. Why? I know me. I'd be quite irritated if I was the one always setting the mood. Mm -hmm. I feel like I would be irritated because that's telling me two things. One, you ain't really interested in having sex with me. Or two, it's just telling me I'm the only one that's putting in work. So I kind of feel like 50-50. No, I don't like... Uh, uh, my woman always take charge. And no, I don't like to take charge. I like to expand our horizons. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it doesn't. But see, you have some people who feel like, hey, it don't matter who kick it off long as we both finish. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I never, I never, I'm never one to keep count. I mean, at the end of the day, long as we finish, long as both of us finish, both of us happy, both of us satisfied, Mm -hmm. we both feeling good i mean that's what we're here for now if it's somebody i truly truly care about like the missus i we gonna we gonna we we gonna make a night of it but if it's somebody that i just like in my past like i just didn't give a fuck about look man i ain't got time for the put in the luther and all oh we not gonna <laughs> do all that look we here for a good time not a long time ain't that what they say exactly. so I was one of them dudes. I love intimacy. Intimacy, uh, foreplay, all that shit. Yes, mm -hmm. let's let's make time for that. It doesn't matter who initiates it, cause I really don't care. Cause at the end of the day, long as I'm satisfied, long as you satisfied, we good. Because you know my mm -hmm. my old rules used to be, uh, if a girl spent, if a woman spent the night with you, and she, and you didn't make her come that night, you got until she leave to make up for that you know what i'm saying <laughs> so you don't necessarily have to get it that night you know what i'm saying hey it'd be it'd be nice like that where pl where players they don't they don't get a chance to make their girl finish but they can make up for that shit in the morning you better make up for that shit in the morning because i would tell you you could be the reason why your girl wake up and have a great day at work or why she get fired <laughs> that is very true that is very true because when you listen <laughs> When you don't get no good loving, everything around you is a mess. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that is very true. I, <laughs> I, I, I just feel like it's all you're getting. Everybody's getting where they need to go. So why do we always have the need to put um, positioning on everything? Like this person has to do this and this person has to do that. Facts. It's kind of it's kind of like the same argument with like gender roles. Like, why do we have to like just do what it is that you do and show up for the other person 
and everything else kind of will fall into place. I think that's what it is too. Like we're here to enjoy ourselves. Mm -hmm. So it's up to me to play in the back of my mind. I'm going to make sure that everything that we do is enjoyable. Mm -hmm. I'm saying not just for me, because if it's only enjoyable for me, that shit's going to get old real quick. Yeah. And boring. And yeah, so you got to pay attention to their body language. You got to pay attention to their love language. You got to pay attention to what they like in the bedroom. So intimacy, um, yes, I love it. You you have to because if we just rushing straight to, straight through it, just straight to it, bam, bam, taking the clothes off, boom, we in it. That don't tend to, that don't tend, that don't tend to work for guys, like, you know what I'm saying? We 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 gotta slow down the anticipation, cause and that's another thing about me. I, I was never too eager for it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was never never be too eager. You know, cause you're you're rushed to move. You know, yeah. that's one of the lessons I was taught. Never be too eager. Take your time. It's here. Stop but that's a huge nowhere. misconception. Like a lot of women think that men just wanna you know, and that's it. Like that's, that's a huge misconception. And I think it's one that, you know, is going to be up to the guys to kind of debunk, but men like romance and intimacy and all that good stuff too. It's just, um, I don't know. I I think especially for black men, the way that you guys are raised in the world is that you have to always be hard and put on this mask and Things like that can't be something that's, you know, always the topic of conversation. But women won't know unless you tell them. I'm going to tell you, like, (laughs) that was a big misconception I was taught to. I'm like, you guys, we don't do all that. Mm -hmm. We just get to it. You know, we just do what we got. No, no, fuck that. Nope. I had to learn, like, that ain't what it is. Sometimes best lesson I was taught was, it ain't going nowhere. It ain't going nowhere. That's unless you're not doing what you're supposed to do. Unless you're not doing what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Take your time. I want to make sure I get it right. See, I'm different. You know, and there's a lot of things. Listen, when you're in a relationship, there are certain things that you can let slide as far as intimacy. Mm-hmm. You can let it slide because y'all, y'all, you know, it's just a relationship. Relationships come and go. Marriage is a little different. Marriage, mm-hmm. you 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 got to know what the fuck you are doing in in mm-hmm. a marriage, in the bedroom, because because I'm telling you, that can be the deciding fact on whether you getting home cooked breakfast, or you getting some whack ass McDonald's breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's Absolutely. that's the difference. Like, listen, like the hugging, the kissing, the uh, biting. Pretty much all that shit goes, you know what I'm saying, when you when you kicking it off. You know what I'm saying? Because you want to you want to get that temperature rise. You don't wanna just rush into it because I'm telling you, I've disappointed and I've been disappointed doing that shit. So now it's like, yeah, yeah, you gotta take your time. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta take your time. This is what patience is everything. You know what I'm saying? So I know for a fact that's how that's how shit goes sometimes. So sometimes you just have to let it marinate a little bit. And that's the problem. Some dudes be so quick to get there, especially the hood dudes. I was a hood dude. 
You know what I'm saying? I ain't got time to be sitting here trying to make love to no chick. Nah, we ain't got time. You know, <laughs> speaking of which, that was, listen, it's always that one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's always that one, though, that just got to, just got to uh, overplay their position. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't 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 do all the extra shit that you see in the movies and the TVs and shit. Yeah. Oh, that, I saw this in Love Jones. Like... Oh, I saw this in Love Jones, so I want to try this out. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. That worked for them because that was a movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They get paid to act them love scenes and shit out. You know what I'm saying? So you got to just find out what works for your partner, mm-hmm. what turns them on. That is the big key what works for your partner? Yeah, that's, do you hear that's echo? the echo. Do you hear thing. echo on my end? No. Okay. Yeah, you just got to find out what works for your partner and stop trying to be like everybody else. And here's another one. Stop thinking what you did for everybody else works for everybody. Yes, please. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm trying to t- listen. Because you- everybody's different. Everybody is different. Everybody even has different love languages. There are some women who are not even going to be into the foreplay thing because their love language Facts. isn't touch or affection. Facts. Their love language is something else that you did for them during the day that turned them on, that made them want to have sex with you. So yeah. everybody is so completely different. And a lot of these guys are lazy and they think that because they were a player once lazy in their life, they have hell. to to every woman. Lazy as hell. And they, mm-hmm. they don't even... They don't even this is how a lot of dudes lose their girl and a lot mm-hmm. of girls lose their dudes because they don't take the time to know what they're dealing with. They mm-hmm. just figure, oh, I can talk freaky to them and, and that's going to get them right. No, it ain't. Yeah. Sometimes, some, listen, sometimes, sometimes it works, sometimes it don't. You got to put a little bit more effort into it. I'm, I'm telling you, I learned a long time ago about putting effort into things. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, that shit's going to dry out real quick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I know people be talking, oh, yeah, that first time it's got to be an interview. You you here to get a call back. Listen, I know people that got the job that still don't know what the hell they doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just because that first interview went good don't mean... You set for life, and that's spice it up. Do something different. I don't give a damn who 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 kick it off. Who cares? Make it count. Yep. That's that's how I that's how I that's how I go with it. Oh, you ready for the hot topic? We got the juice. It's Uh-oh. going down. Oh, we gonna play some poker today. Roll that shuffle. Roll, roll, roll that shuffle. All right, so listen. I gotta get like y'all with the sound effects and shit. (laughs) So listen. (laughs) I read this thing, right? It say nine relationship goals all couples should have. All right. So the first thing on the list was put each other first. What do you think about that? I agree with it to a degree. Talk about it. So putting putting your spouse or a significant other first is very important. But sometimes in order for things to work with them, you have to put yourself first. So when it comes nice. to things like self-care, taking time to develop yourself, you know, 
teaching your teaching yourself, getting to know yourself, learning your changes, things like that. Learning when that other person changes, because they will, because that happens. Exactly. If you're not changing, then you're dead. You have to take the time to put yourself first to to know if you can handle the changes that this person is making or not. Exactly. Because you could waste a lot of time in a relationship not being patient enough to see a person's development through and then just, you know, you, you, it, at the end of the day, you really can't even deal with the person that they've morphed into. Um, so I think putting yourself first is very important in a relationship, but yes, essentially you should be at least willing to put that other person first more often than not. I agree. And the reason I agree, The reason I agree is because, listen, I want to put you first. And I want you to put me first. But in order for us to put each other first, we have to know ourselves, too. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We have to. The thing said, putting each other first in your relationship means that you're paying, each, paying attention to each other's needs and making sure they are being met. I agree because if I'm, if I'm paying attention to you and you're paying attention to me, then shit, the world is ours. You mm -hmm. know? Um, it says you love seeing each other happy and would do anything to make them smile, to protect each other, love each other and support each other. By putting each other's needs first, you remove the selfish aspect of the relationship, knowing that your needs are being cared for and met by each other. This only works if you both put each other first. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can That's totally deep. agree with that. I mean, yeah. because you really, if you're putting each other first, you don't even realize it. You don't even realize um, that you've compromised or that you've had empathy for the other person because it works just so naturally. It becomes... You know, it just becomes a, a machine that doesn't ever, it's a well-oiled machine is the phrase that I'm looking for. Facts. Because if I'm, if I have, if I push you first and I've made sure that I'm making you happy, then I don't have to ask you to do the things that make me happy. You are just automatically reciprocating. Facts. Because it's, it's so much easier when you both happy. Mm -hmm. it, it is because... <laughs> The things that you 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 move like clockwork. You move as a unit, so it's so easy to know what this person wants and what this person feels mm -hmm. in these scenarios. To where you're just doing shit because you know this is what they like and this is what's gonna mm -hmm. make them happy without them even having to ask. True shit. Yeah. All right. The next one was treat together time with as much importance as alone time. Oh. You know that you know that's my shit. Facts. <laughs> you cannot find me on a Saturday night, okay? <laughs> I, and you know what? You know what? I I admire that about couples because I'm gonna tell you this. With me, um, I have a lot of children running around, mm -hmm. so any opportunity we can get, we're going to take it. For the simple fact that you know time like that you gotta you gotta take advantage of it it's mm -hmm. gotta be important because you never know when these times 
come like that. So yeah, I believe um even if it's something simple as sitting down watching TV. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Them the little times, even if we get 20 minutes of that, just yeah. hey, let's watch some TV. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because one thing we always make time to do is to catch our shows. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna catch our shows throughout the week. Even even if that's the only little time that we get together, I mean we're around each other, but even if that's the little time that we get, we gonna we gonna catch them shows. We're gonna have that time. Mm-hmm. Um I think it took me a while to get to it because my phone, you know, I got all these different businesses. I got podcasts. I got all these things. So my phone stayed ringing, stayed off the hook. Now it's getting to the point that when it's time, when it's a couple time, it's couple time. Fuck all yeah. that other shit. That shit, unless it's an emergency, that shit can wait. Yeah. What? Yeah, I know you were saying something about Saturdays. I I, I know not to hit you up on a Saturday. <laughs> I, I know already, like, hey. We gonna catch her on a Sunday or Friday or something, you know. Exactly. So tell me how how important was that for you to make that happen, though? Um, very. Um, just simply because, well, I I think for me and my husband, we're kind of a different animal because we are like I tell people this all the time, and it's not like being in the cute, fluffy, fluffy way that people say it. We are literally friends. Like I always tell him, knock on wood, if something happens to our marriage, your next wife is gonna hate me. Because we are like homies. And so it's always important for me to spend that time. And I think we, we're lucky because we, we've been together since before, you know, technology has become what it is and everybody has their nice. cell phone permanently surgically attached to their hand and things like that. Um, so we, we were together before all of this was even a thing where you could be sitting with somebody and not be present and be like on a machine doing other stuff while you were with that person. So we had a lot of practice in the decade that we were married before technology just became insane. And then also on top of that, we have, we have comfortable silence. We, we don't always have to fill the air with nonsensical small talk. If we have something to say, then we'll talk about it. There are times where we could stay up until the break of dawn talking nonstop all through the night. And then there are times where we could just sit down and be completely quiet and not say anything to each other for hours, but we're just content with the other person's presence. Here's the thing. (laughs) And, and people don't get this just because you're married or in a relationship doesn't mean you stop learning. You stop talking. Mm-hmm. You stop getting to know each other. You know what I'm saying? There, you don't have to talk 24 seven because, but when you do talk, you'll have so much to talk about. Because, mm-hmm. how was your day? Mm-hmm. What'd you do today, girl? Let me tell you what happened. Like I have these conversations with her, like <laughs> doing the podcast and all the shit that go on. Man, let me tell you what's, what that went on today. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? So. You get that. I mean, yeah, you're supposed to have the alone time. They're supposed to be able to go do the things that they like to do. And you do the things that you like to do. Being in a relationship, being in a marriage, a relationship, it's not a death sentence. Right. Your life, your solo life don't stop because exactly. you have somebody. We got to stop thinking, oh, man, you married, so you can't go out and have fun. Mm-hmm. You can't go do this. You can't go hang with the fellas. Yes, you can. 
you just have to be responsible with it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Yeah. We is not on a slave ship. Yes, I want to spend time with you, but understand that when it's y'all time, it's y'all time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Period. Ain't nothing getting in the way of that. Um, it says, when you're in the early stages of your relationship, it's easy to spend all your time together. Everything is fresh and exciting and new, and you just want to get to know each other in every way. After a while, it becomes clear that spending all your time together isn't sustainable and you both need a long time to recharge and fill your cup. A long time is incredibly important. It doesn't mean you don't want to spend time together. It just means that you know that spending time alone helps recharge your batteries. That's what I was just talking about. Mm-hmm. It's okay to go out. If you like the bowl, it's okay to go out and bowl. Mm-hmm. If you like to go to the casino, it's okay to go to the casino. You know what I'm saying? I used to go to the movies by myself once a week. You know what I'm saying? Just to just to have that that same feeling that my life is not solely dependent on my my marriage or my relationship or anything like that. So um it means that speak that spending uh time helps you maintain your individuality. What made you fall in love with each other in the first place? Mm-hmm. I, I want you to miss me. Yeah. I want to miss you. I can't do that if we all up under each other twenty four seven. It ain't. It, it's that shit ain't gonna work. I know it be. I want to miss you. Yeah. I, I want. I want to feel that. Damn, I ain't talked to her in a few hours. Let me send her. A t- like I want to feel. I want. I wanted to feel that. That individuality is cool. Um, it says it allows breathing space and encourages a closer relationship with each other when you do spend time together. So yeah, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah. When you get back together, it feels so good, so right. All you want to do is hug and, and be up all up under. So for Saturdays, that's y'all thing. Mm-hmm. Pick a day where it's just y'all. Pick an hour, pick an hour or two, you know what I'm saying? Talk about a good book or something. It's 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 ways to maintain that, you know what I'm saying? Those, those, those are key things that I like to do. Um, We talked about this one, number three. It say no and know and understand each other's love languages. Mm-hmm. Very important. Very important. Whew. Listen. <laughs> Listen, I'ma tell you. What 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 okay, so y'all got together. How 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 important was it for the love language aspect to to take place? You know, is it is it more important back then? Or is it more important now? I would say it's more important now because when we first got together, there was, you know, there was the infatuation. There was, you know, you get your honeymoon phase. Everything's new. Everybody just wants to touch everything. And it's all wonderful. But as you mature and you grow and you grow, like I said, grow into somebody different because we're all going to change whether you like it or not. Um, it is important to stay on top of that so that exactly. you know that, okay, this is still the way that she communicates her love or this is the way she likes right. love to be communicated to her and vice versa. So in right. the beginning, it doesn't, people's love languages don't matter because y'all just want to fuck. <laughs> but it took, when 24 years later, you have to put your finger to the pulse of the relationship and say, hey, is this the same person? And the does she want the same things? Or does he want the same things that he wanted back when we first met? 
Facts. And you know what? I just started I just started really, really learning about love languages about maybe two years ago. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't really know what it was because like you said, when you just trying to fuck, who cares about all of that shit? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? My love language is gift giving. I don't I don't know why. It's just something that I enjoy doing, you know, and it comes from the heart. Sometimes it comes with you know, forgiveness and all that, but it generally still comes from the heart. So love language to me, um, it was important, but it's even more important now because I know and I studied and I watched what it truly is. Yeah. You know, um, the five love languages, I shit, hell, I was I was I'm I find myself wrapped up in all of them because love languages do change. Yes, they do. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you definitely should be aware of all of them instead mm-hmm. of just focusing on your main one. Because somebody told me, and I watched this on TV, when you say I do, you're going to say I do about 10 times. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're not just saying I do just for the first forever. You're saying yeah. I do because every two to three years, people change people yep. change nobody stays the same for 40 years of marriage it just don't happen mm-hmm. nobody stays the same for 10 years of marriage for three years of marriage nobody stays the same so you're saying i do to about 10 people 10 different times 10 different ways and it's not it's all with the same person because you got to understand that people change so yes love languages change um it says the general idea is that we have a love language that we speak and like to be spoken to in. That fosters how we show and receive love. The reason why this is so paramount in a relationship because your partner could be showing you love in their love language, but if you don't understand that, you could be feeling ignored because they aren't speaking your love language. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For example, if your partner always refuels your car for you and checks your tires, but all you want for him is all you want for him is to hurry up and get home so you can talk to them, then you're speaking two different love languages. This and you're wasting for, time. Yeah. This is huge <laughs> for relationships. Make it your goal to understand each other's love language and do things for each other that speaks to your individual styles. Facts. I de- mm-hmm. I definitely had this problem. You know what I'm saying? I definitely had this problem. Um, and I'm not afraid to admit it. Again, I just started reading up on love languages. I just started understanding what love languages really is and how it can coincide together. So um, take your time. Take your time and learn that. It's important because, again, if you if you guys aren't on the same page, you'll be speaking two different languages way too different and you'll be feeling like damn i can't get through to him i can't get through to her nothing ever works nothing ever mixes nothing ever matches because we're not we're not taking the time to study each other you know what i'm saying this is where communication comes in and it's so key um the next one says always do new things together Uh i guess you can apply that to the whole um couple's time Mm-hmm. But if I want to learn something, I'd rather learn it with her. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather learn it with her. Like, there are things I don't know how to do. I don't know how to shoot pool. I don't know how to skate. I don't mm-hmm. know how to... I'm not the world's greatest dancer. So it's like them type of things, if I'm going to learn them with anybody, I'd rather learn them with, with her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's just how generally it's supposed to be. Like, yeah, but, you know, there are things that we can learn solo. Mm-hmm. Why not learn learn new things? So, um, what was some of the new things that y'all that y'all neither one of you guys had ever tried, but y'all felt this was the time to do it, like bungee jumping or some shit like that? Like, oh, just, know, just everything. We like everything because we've been together since we were babies. So, oh wow. So everything was a learning experience. It was like you know, um, he taught me how to drive. Facts. Um, he took me to Disney World for the first time. That was awesome. Um, you know, and and for him, it was you know because he's from Detroit. Y'all Midwest, you know, y'all Midwest kids. All y'all know is black people and white people, and maybe a couple Arabs thrown in there for good measure. <laughs> but he, there's a lot of foods that he had never tasted. A lot of you know. Um, thinking that Mexican food was the only Latino food that he would like, or oh, wow. you know, just think it just our whole life has been nothing but an adventure. Even the amount that we move around, just going, leaving the country together and seeing other cultures, um, everything is an adventure, especially when you start out so young because you're both, you know, doing things and trying things um that you would be doing as individuals you know if you're teenagers or if you're in your early 20s things that you would be doing as an individual you're experiencing those things together um both of us our first trip to atlanta strip club well no his was freaknik a few years before but you know going to strip clubs in atlanta just seeing the different strip clubs uh so many things go <laughs> so many things it's it's and it it's a, it adds a layer of fun and i always joke that i feel like we're a military family because of how much we move but that really has brought us closer together because whenever we go to a new city we're the only we're the only two people that the other person knows like when we moved to, to seattle we were holed up together just like posted up like who are these strange people Facts. <laughs> Um, yeah, I always, I always, uh, yeah, I, listen, I am a stubborn person. Mm-hmm. I'll be the first to tell you. You are very stubborn. Um, she, uh, she was trying to get me to try all these new things and I just be like, ah, ah, in, in the beginning, ah, yeah. I don't, she likes to skate. I don't want to do that. Um. She liked to go out, go to the little bar. Not even, not even like, like even at Applebee's and just sit at the bar and drink. Mm-hmm. Shit like that. I don't really like doing that. You know what I'm saying? So I was real receptible, receptive to doing things that she liked to do. Mm-hmm. And what it was was, she used to always trip like oh i do everything you want to do you don't mm-hmm. want to do nothing i want to do so basically it became to the point where okay i gotta start doing things that she liked to do too we gotta keep this 
you know, we got to keep this thing going. So now it's getting to the point where, hey, I don't know how to skate, but for you, I fall on my face a few times till I get it right because I got a real competitive spirit. Like, mm-hmm. I hate to be last at anything. So, you know, you start learning little things. Like, y'all got to understand, relationships are give and take. Sometimes mm-hmm. you ain't going to like doing everything that person does. That person ain't going to like doing everything you do. But when it comes together, you might actually have a good time. So exactly. you don't know. <laughs> you got to take a leap of faith because you don't know what you're going to enjoy until you're actually doing it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't know. This shit could be the most funnest shit of your life. And if you don't know, do it. So I think a lot of things that I was scared to do, uh, getting on airplanes and all that shit, that's got me open. She got me open to challenge myself outside of what I normally do. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. tasting foods I ain't never tasted. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what the hell she had me had me try? Uh, neck bones, neck bones. No, oh. <laughs> never had neck bones a day in my life. Neck bones are the shit. I'm, I'm and I was mad as hell that I waited all this time. So it was like certain things. You just got to be open to expand your horizons too. And yeah. the, what what new shit, if, when you try new shit, I'd rather try it with the person. So this could be our, both our first time doing this. Mm-hmm. So I ain't the only first time in the situation. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, but yeah. you know something that's crazy is that my husband's like that too. He's, he's a Capricorn. He's very headstrong, alpha. You know, he fuck that shit is his favorite phrase. <laughs> and so... Um, when I when I met him, he did not eat anything green. Now he's a vegetarian. We it's the like for instance, um, you know, like I said, he's a Capricorn. When we were young, broke, and when I was a broke, poor, starving artist and college student, he wasn't going to no clubs or no bars or nothing like that. Broke, and you can't, you know, you can't buy a drink or. You can't roll up the way that you want to roll up. That's just not, he don't, he don't live his life that way. He'd rather stay home and do something fun in the house than to be out. That is an important thing. Yeah. Because if I can't, if I can't be the way that I be, I tend not to do it. Honestly. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Man. Now it's getting to the point where, you know, he's, he's like the old man who, who, really doesn't give a fuck and he you know he got it so he's now getting to the point where he'll go to like bars and stuff like that and hang out but you know it we have to we have to take into consideration two things on one side you have to take into consideration your significant other's comfort zone and if you're always trying to rip somebody out of the box then you kind of traumatize them a little bit and, but then also we have to realize that we have to compromise a little bit and everything can't be the our favorite thing to do. Exactly. Sometimes you yep. just have to go and do something that maybe yep. not your cup of tea, but you, like you said, you might have so much fun doing it. Yep. Yep. You never know. I, with me, um, when it comes to doing new things in a relationship, I pretty much do anything you know, just to say that I did it. Cause I had a real tough time with that. Like, um, I just wanted to say that I did. Now I'm living life a little bit different. Cause I used to be in a closed bubble. Like, oh man, uh, 
you know, I'm from Chicago. You can't really hang out on your porch without people shooting at you. So mm-hmm. I pretty much stayed in my own little bubble. Now mm-hmm. that I'm not there anymore, I'm able to get out and enjoy life. Like it's a, it's like that dude that came home from jail. He been jailed mm-hmm. for ten years, living his life a certain way, and now he come out and the world is so new to him. And now mm-hmm. he, he, he wanna he see everybody laughing and dancing and having a good time, and he don't know because he always on alert. You know what I'm saying? That was me. I feel yeah. like yeah, I'm. I used to be on alert. You know, even when her family would come around, I wouldn't really engage with them, and it was nothing against them. It was mm-hmm. just, it was I don't know, man. Work. Yeah, too many people. Too many people make it, uh, you know, I tend to stay to myself and read the room, mm-hmm. you know, so uh, definitely feel like um, doing doing new things helps build the relationship, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one was be each other's biggest supporters. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I don't, I, if I'm not cheering, if I'm not your biggest cheerleader, some other bitches. And I don't got Wait time on. for you. I don't got time for your work wife to be uh, giving you more big ups than I am. You know, <laughs> and I made this a habit, and not not because not because she told me to, but I make this a habit. If y'all know me, y'all know every time in my show, I big up her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because where I am now, and what I am doing now, mm-hmm. came to light because of her yeah you know what i'm saying podcasting is one of my biggest things man it was one of my biggest things i always believed the stuff that i'm doing now i was gonna do it but i had so many people that didn't share that vision so they didn't want to get me a foot in the door they didn't want to give me an opportunity but she did she did from the jump Mm -hmm. she did and i'm forever forever ever grateful because if i knew if i didn't have only had one person that stood in my corner didn't know shit about this shit like i mean we was buying equipment together we was testing equipment out together we was doing shit we was doing this you know what i'm saying i would go over ideas and notes okay this is what we're gonna talk about and she would just sit there and listen mm-hmm. like that is that is <laughs> to a man that is the greatest feeling in the world knowing that your goals and dreams are not too dumb yeah you know what i'm saying the world tells you every day ah you ain't gonna be able to do that shit nah you ain't you can't do it you ain't gonna but when that one person and they listen oh man it's the greatest fucking feeling in the world and not only do they listen they go out of their way to help Mm -hmm. like they do shit that you don't even think they doing. Like I got whole new microphones and shit that I ain't even used yet that she went out and got for me. Spent a whole lot of money, even though I had microphones and shit, but <laughs> people pay attention. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's the best, that's the beauty of 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 that. Like you're paying attention to me, I'm paying attention to you, and we're going to put this thing together this empire doesn't run without each other's support mm-hmm. like you know um but i always tell a, a man it's good to have a supporter but give that support back mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying give that support back to your lady because i'm telling you women 
it'd be so tough loving loving our dumb asses sometimes <laughs> because we do and say and act and we stubborn and you know we 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 lose focus sometimes so you said y'all been together y'all y'all whole life how big is support for you like what does that support what does that what did that do for you knowing that you have somebody that's gonna stand with you no matter what what did what did that do for you it was um it was invaluable it still is uh i am like there there is nothing that i've wanted to do or try or get into that he didn't believe that i could do not one thing he's never not once said oh no i don't you know that you're getting too big to be a bridges on that one i don't think that's gonna work for you never not once um there are there have been times in my life where uh he was more confident in me than i was in myself thanks just and that goes for anything rather because i suffer i've suffered from you know your traditional mental illnesses anxiety depression all of that stuff but then you have the things that come that you don't really expect like imposter mm -hmm. syndrome and uh fear of failure and you know all of these things that happen in life and there have been times when he was the only person who was telling yes. me you can do this let's get it done are you going to try it when are we going to start what's your plan how can i help mm -hmm. so um so for me it's just been it's just been a source of strength and an added source of strength um because that's what i was going to say earlier um to your point is that uh, as black men and black women especially it's very, very important that we have people who believe in us, who toot our horns, who make us feel mm -hmm. like we can accomplish our goals. Because when we go out there into the world, there's not very many people who are going to tell us that what we want to do and what we dream about is achievable. And, and here's the thing, too. Support is not always agreeing with what a person is trying to right. do, too. Yeah. You know that what I'm saying? Fair. I can tell you, hey, that's a bad idea. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't do that. You know what I'm saying? And it doesn't mean I don't believe in you. It's just I'm not, you know, you should be able to listen. Look, we don't have to do that right now. That's mm -hmm. that's putting the cart before the horse. We don't we don't have to do that. It doesn't it doesn't mean I don't believe in the vision or you don't believe in the vision. It just means prioritize. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And if I support you as your friend, you know what I'm saying? As your man, as your friend, as whatever. If I support you, I support you. Mm -hmm. If we gonna figure this out, we gonna figure it out. But that don't mean we gonna run and do the first thing that pop into your motherfucking mind. Yeah. <laughs> without no motherfucking plan. A vision without a plan is just a, a dream. Mm -hmm. Like you have to actually plan and map it out. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's what I try to do. Um, the next one, keep the physical connection going and speak positively about each other. And then the one after that is talk about your relationship often and create a partnership, not a connection. All right, so the first one, keep the physical going. Sex isn't always an option. 
There are going to be times when it's not physically or mentally possible, but that doesn't mean all the physical connections need to stop. Mm-hmm. Physically touching the person you love triggers that feel-good love hormone that reduces stress and does a, a, myriad, a merit of wonderful things for us. Staying physically connected by holding hands, cuddling, or literally leaning on one another. Facts. Mm-hmm. This isn't always about sex. I That's mean, very love true. sex. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. I'm a man that loves sex. Definitely. But I think us being together, us just laying together, us mm-hmm. just being around each other is just as important. You know, um, there used to be times where it would lead to that, mm-hmm. but lead to sex. But now it's like, no, I just enjoy your company. I enjoy being around you. I enjoy the the good things. Um, it says speak positively about each other. I'ma say about and to each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't always want to speak down and put down the person that you're dealing with, especially on social media. Oh my mm-hmm. fucking God. Ooh, if there's a one relationship killer. Is speaking negative on social media, especially when you know you ain't done with the person. Yeah, because you can't take that back. Ain't no coming back from that. Mm-mm. You ain't shit. You old little dick ass nigga. You can't come back from that. Now, it's one thing to say that to me in the home. It's one thing to put it on public display. Oh, no, baby. I can't look back at you on that. Nope. You call me names and stuff to my face and we're in the comfort of our own home. That's one thing. Speak positively about your partner. You know what I'm saying? Correct them in in, in private. Mm-hmm. Collect, but but stand by them in public. You know what I'm saying? That's that's how it's supposed to go. If you feel some a certain kind of way about them in private, that's where you discuss that. In public, nah. You know, you ain't never supposed to do that. Um Talk about your relationship often. Certain things. Certain I, things. I disagree with that one. You do? Um, Talk about it. Because talking about your relationship often, often leads to exasperation for one or both parties. Mm-hmm. It's just like nobody wants to sit and constantly be talking about the state of the union of your relationship. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> What should be happening (laughs) is that you should be, there should be post checks, of course, to say, you know, all right, what's going on with you? Are you happy? Is there anything that you want that that we could be doing differently? This sort of thing. But I feel like those conversations should happen almost organically. Facts. Like, I'm never going to sit down with my husband and say, oh, family meeting. Is everything okay? <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. I would say this. Um, even even that, if I'm going to talk about my relationship, I, I tend to like to talk to people that are married, that have been mm-hmm. through shit. You know what I'm saying? I never want to talk to my shit constantly with my single people. Because mm-hmm. it's like, nigga, we don't want to keep hearing this shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? So... I think talking about your relationship to your partner too is the most important thing because it gives you the chance to cover 
all these things, all these things that we were saying as, that a couple goals that it gives you a chance to talk and learn and explore, you know what I'm saying, what's going on in their mind. But I think the last one was the one that did it for me. Create a partnership, not a competition. Like, you know, what I do for you is what I do for you. Mm-hmm. What you do for me is what you do for me. We not, we not competing against each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not mad at you. Whatever you doing, I'm going to be your biggest fan. I'm going to be there clapping it up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like that is the way to do it. You know what I'm saying? I got to, all that, all that brings all the other shit into, into focus. The together time, the putting each other first, the uh, knowing each other's love language, uh, always doing new things together, being each other's biggest supporters. Uh, keep the physical connection going, speak positively about each other, talk about your relationship often brings that to, to, to the full form because we are doing this together. You know what I'm saying? We are doing this. We are in this together. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to be, I'm not trying to outrun you. I'm not trying to trip you up. I'm not your hater. I'm not your enemy. We're trying to move and move this force together and be as one. That's how we got to this place to begin with. If you feel like I'm here to compete with you, we in a wrong relationship, baby. Yeah, I was going to say that I think that um, people who feel that way, people who feel a sense of competition in a relationship are usually with people um with the person that they're with because they um you know idolize that person or look up to them it was more of a fandom than a falling in love or an infatuation it was you're getting with this person because of what they could do for you who they could turn you into and then once you get to the point where you think that you have gotten what you needed out of that person then it becomes a competition and it's just not healthy. That's not a healthy relationship. Because really, essentially, we should not be Apple and Dell. We Facts. should be both Facts. the CEO of Apple. Like it should be Xbox and Microsoft. Exactly. We it's should all the same thing. Two different exactly. people. Because if we're competing, then that yeah. means that we are working towards two different goals. Exactly. And I'm not trying to compete with nobody. Mm-hmm. Especially somebody I'm supposed to be trying to get it in with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I want to get it in with y'all. I want to compete with y'all. I want to beat you. You know what I'm saying? We we do things together. That's how we come up on top. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We can't have one person moving towards the top and the other person trying to pull that person down so they could get there first. No, let's get to the top together. Let's lift each other up. I'm going to make sure you get up and then swing your arm down here and grab me up. That is what all this is about. These are real couples goals. I know people look at look at all the little inter- internet couples goals yeah, and be like, and yeah, yeah, that's how it's going to be. You got to ask yourself, them celebrities, they shit ain't always perfect either. They just put mm-hmm. the shit out there they want you to put out there. They want you to see. You know what I'm saying? That don't necessarily mean you, you don't understand the hard work and the dedication that it took to get to the back to get to that path, mm-hmm. to get to that point. And then also, uh, but another thing that bothers me about couples goals, because I tell people all the time, don't say me and my husband are couples goals, because first of all, I'm a different than you could ever be. And then also, you should, if you if you have goals, you should be setting them for yourself. You shouldn't be Facts. relying on somebody else, a picture of what somebody else has oh, in yeah. their goals. 
But oh yeah, my goals and my goals shouldn't be your goals. Exactly. Because trust me, my relationship, man, like man, you you it ain't you ain't gonna have the same one as me. You ain't gonna go through the same shit I went through to get to where I'm at. So yeah, definitely. And then one of the relationships. The hot team. Thanks for listening to Bet the House. What was you gonna say? Let's give a special shout out to, say, one of the, um, to one of the our brand of the week. Hopefully, blew that shit out of the water last year. Was Will and Jada? I hope that that taught a lot of people about their relationship goals. Facts. All right. Time for shout outs. You got some shout outs you want to shout some people out tonight? Surely do. Um, shout out to my sisters. You know that I am one third, the one one third of Brown Sugar Divas Talk um, podcast. Uh, we are coming back at you one of these good Sundays on the Lord's Day. Um, we're getting that plan right now. Um, so shout out to uh, Red Lipstick Vibes podcast, and of course my girl Pillow Talk with the T Q over there doing the good work. Um, I have really, I've really just been digging what you guys have been doing, you and Arce and Mario um, and Jay. Facts. Y'all have been knocking that shit clean out the park hey. and, and making a platform for black men to come and just be black men. It doesn't have to, you don't have to be politically correct. You don't have to have any sort of agenda. You mm-hmm. can just get together and be men and yeah talk your shit and i love that i really do love that yeah one thing um shout out to them man they're my brothers man we uh when we started this we didn't know where it was gonna go we was just four brothers just talking talking about shit that men actually go through that be afraid to say the things that we say Mm -hmm. um for me my shout outs Shout out to them. Shout out to Porch Time with Miss McKinney. Mm-hmm. I fucking, I fucking adore her her platform, man. Um, it's so sweet. Shout out to Frocast. They're my people. You know. Um, shout out to uh, Miss K Bay over at Grind City TV, and uh, shout out to uh, my man Dolomite. Shout out to the Four Too Many Pod, and uh, shout out to my man Johnny Bravo. Johnny B and everybody comments talking helly shit, man. So he shout do. out to Johnny, man. It's a cool dude. Always been a supporter. He supports everybody podcast. Mm-hmm. That's the crazy thing about it. Um, all right. Oh, wait. It's the payout, baby. It's, it's, it's the payout, baby. Last call. Don't hold your breath. Get it off your chest. All right, so you know how I go. It's final thoughts, man. Miss Sharice, you got some final thoughts? I do. First of all, the two people I forgot, Brandon's new show, that's my nephew, love him, and Shambi Potten, my girl. Shambi Potten. That's my girl. Um, Facts. But yeah, final thoughts. Um, Being in a relationship is any kind of relationship, because you know my platform is about all types of relationships, romantic, familial, platonic, professional, all that good stuff. So being in any relationship is is a sort of transaction. And I know people don't want to think of it that way, but it is a transaction because you are giving and you are taking. And you want to make sure that in these situations, um, are is what you're giving a value? Are you giving um 
Are you giving the person that you're in the relationship with something that is going to sustain them, something that's going to help them be successful in life, something that makes them feel good? Um, you cannot expect a person to give you those things if you are not reciprocating them. Because if exactly. you're not giving them what they need, then there comes bitter bitterness, resentment, clothes, you know, being closed off, walls get put up, all of these good things. So you have to take the selfishness out of it and stop thinking about, well, what is, not stop thinking about it, but pause thinking about what is this person giving me to make sure that you are giving them everything that you want from them. Facts. I will say I agree. Um, on the outside looking in, nobody's relationship is, should be something that you should want to be like. You should always want to carve your own niche. Mm -hmm. You should also want to live by your own rules and your own life, and you never should want to be like someone else. You should just, you know, it's okay to take notes and hints and do anything but to pattern yourself exactly after somebody else's relationship that you fully don't know what they go through behind closed doors is a bad example and then you'll leave always well you know such and such relationship is like this and no don't do that don't do that i'm telling you now that's the quickest way to lose what you got trying to be somebody else be original be yourself um relationships are up relationships are down you just have to figure out you know which way you want to go in and do your best to stay there it'll never be perfect Let's get that narrative out the way right now. Relationships will never be perfect. Marriages will never be perfect. Put the work in and make it as perfect for you as you can. Y'all know what it is, man. It's Big Smash. Miss Sharice, as always, I appreciate you as always. You are one of them people that I know when I come up with something good, I just got to reach out and make it happen, man. I appreciate you taking the time out. Let everybody know where they can find you before we close this out. All right. Um, of course, you know, you can find me on all your favorite podcasts and platforms. It's the Grown Ass Folk podcast. That folk doesn't have any S on it. Um, I'm at nice. on Instagram at Grown Ass Folk Pod. And uh, I'm sorry, Grown Ass Folk Podcast. And on Twitter at Grown Ass Folk Pod. Um, I am coming back to you with my season four premiere. Um that is going to happen soon and very soon. I'm just still okay. trying to get my life together. <laughs> um, but Thanks. yeah, after that, we'll be back with, uh, you know, the, all the IG segments as well. So Movie Mondays um, between the sheets. And then also I'm going to have a new segment that's going to be Suck a Dick and Die Sundays. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, always makes people do the strange face. But yeah, that's going to be the segment where we tell people who uh you know are irrationally idiotic that they should suck a dick and die um and then on uh also on sundays brown sugar deepest talks are coming back to ig live um so yeah we got i got a whole bunch of stuff kind of going on and coming out and i'm doing my rebranding and all that good stuff but you can all also go listen to all of my old episodes get caught up um Facts. at grown ass folk podcast all right, man. Y'all know what it is. We out. I'm going to catch y'all next, next time around. We out.